Black Box Radio. We are a media platform illustrating black excellence. You already know. We out here. Hey. Black Box Radio. Boxer. Boxer. Black Box Radio. Boxer. Right in studio, we have Amadi Coleman from Fit Tribe Wellness. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad to have you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, the people need to know first before we talk about your business, and I know you're doing a lot of great things in the community. We want to know who is Amadi Coleman? Well, Amadi Coleman is a 42 year old single mother of three boys here in Baltimore. Um, in the city? In the city. Okay. What's their ages? 10, 13, and 15. So you got to have food in your house. We're kind of always low on food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> they love to eat. They love to eat. <laughs> That's their habit. Um, but I like to eat too. Um, so yeah, I'm a mom. <clears throat> what else am I? I'm a personal trainer. I'm a nutrition coach. Um, I teach uh, group exercise classes. I model part time. Um, I'm a freelance editor sometimes. Um, I'm bilingual in Spanish. Entonces, la gente que habla español, llámame. I love it. Dame un mensaje. Um, so you're bilingual. You can have a conversation. Sí. Yeah. I studied abroad in Spain. So the Spanish that is spoken in Spain. It's different from the Spanish that it's we're spoken, hearing. for example, in Central America. Okay, of course. South America. Got it. Mexico. So everybody put their stink Cuba. on the Spanish. You know, they stink everybody put a little stink on the Spanish. Got so, it. for example, the British mm. English, they may say rubbish. It's so different than this. But we say trash. Sure, I get it. We both speak English. So it's but just linguistics of, of like yeah. where you are in your tongue. Got yep. it. So you didn't, did you understand their Spanish or it was I did a because I studied two years in undergrad mm. and I realized that, okay, I'm getting somewhere, but I need to run a little faster with this. So I need to immerse myself. So the 7-Eleven, the, the train stations, the movie theaters, everything was in Spanish. Everything was in Spanish. Really? There was no break. So because I'm city, in a Spanish speaking country. So you had to. What, what city did you live in? I lived in Valencia. Valencia. Mm-hmm. Say it again? Valencia. With the lisp. The lisp is th instead of s. I Valencia. see. Valencia. So Valencia. Oh, that's too much time. That's too much time. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. And then I came back and um, I met a guy from Nicaragua. Now, that's Central America. So he not doing Valencia, he doing Valencia, you know. Oh, so there's a whole new tongue going on. So it's a whole new tongue. But see, I had already rebelled, so I was halfway there. So you were good? I was good. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. So um, okay. Yeah. So this is with your husband, so you mentioned him? That was, no, that was, that was my, that was just a boyfriend. Okay, got it, got it. Got it. That's not it was just business. some dude. <laughs> some On dude. the travels. <laughs> no, no, after I came back from the travels, you know, we got together for a few years and that didn't got work. Because he that was a different type of Spanish, you're saying. Yeah. And then, and, and you guys, and you could just talk to him. We could just talk, but, you know, he had been here for a long time, so we didn't, we weren't he had a lot forced. Of English too. Yeah, okay. he had a lot of English, so. So I took that Spanish and um, 
originally actually so i have a degree in i have a bachelor's in criminology and criminal justice and the spanish came in where i wanted to create uh, programs for inner city youth to help prevent uh, or i should say help deter uh violent activity uh criminal activity Mm -hmm. um through policies and program implementation but that didn't happen Mm. And then I got a, a, a master's uh, from George Washington University in uh, public policy, specifically philosophy and social policy. And then um, I guess right before I took my comp exam to finish my master's program, I found out I was pregnant. Mm. And I said, okay, this is a great timing because morning sickness is not sexy, it's not cute. It is. It, it don't cooperate with uh, deadlines to finish this any kind of assignment. Kid. This is the first kid. Wow. Yeah, so I finished uh, comp, I got my master's, had my baby. And um, when I got pregnant and I and I gave birth, and I saw this little thing looking back up at me, I was like, oh, and I gotta go back to work? I gotta give this little thing to somebody else? This little thing, I love it. You know, I said, <laughs> I can't do that. So I was instantly domesticated, if you will, and Okay. Yeah, I kind of shifted gears. Shifted gears, and because what you're doing now, are you, are you using these big degrees that you have? Um, not in the traditional sense. Right. Okay, Sounds like some shade. Yeah, no, not in the traditional <laughs> no, no sense. <laughs> like, so you would. Be <laughs> <laughs> no, geez, stop saying that. I was just wondering, you know, I wouldn't necessarily the application say. Of, I mean, because you always. No. Because education should not be for jobs. It should be to expose your mind and and be able to think and yeah. grasp and do different things. Of course, in America, we're taught education moves towards movement and career. Well, some 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 education is kind of like uh, kind of specific. Like you know, um, there there's some types of training that are kind of narrowly vocationally sort of geared. Yeah, like, tra- that's what I'm saying. But education should be just to expand your mind and make you a greater person. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm not saying that you, you're not applying your, edu- like, you're not working in policy. I'm not saying that. Well, Gee, I did use it what a I'm few saying years is- after I had the baby. <laughs> okay. So I did go back. You did go back. Yeah, okay. so we had this situation where um, I would have a baby, mm-hmm. so my husband would go work. <laughs> he said she would have a baby. And well, I would work. give birth to a baby. We would have a baby, but mm-hmm. I would give birth, mm-hmm. and I would stay home with the baby, and he would go work. Got it. And then for two years, I was a home mom, stay-at-home mom, and then I'm you know, free and clear, so I would then go back to work, and he would stay home with the child. Oh, wow. And then we'd Get have another baby, and then we'd flip-flop. And then I go back, and then, we, so this happened three times. Sure. But throughout all of that, I breastfed for six years straight. Six years. Each? No, no all together. Total. That's so on average, two oh, years they for came, each right, child. Because they 10, came. 12, that's right. right. I know the names now. Okay, got, yeah. got it. Got it. I, just could, I was like, six? So six times <laughs> three? 18? Sis. No. So I'm sorry, Jean, but I'm like, sis. <laughs> this is a woman thing. Right. I'm like, right. that's a lot. No. So like okay. two years. Got it. I told Two years, two and a half years. Got um, it. And so when I had my first one, um, I got together with La Leche League, and so I became a breastfeeding peer counselor. So I learned about breastfeeding, and then I and then I heard the word doula, and I'm like, "What's a doula?" So I became a postpartum doula. So if you have a baby, what's a doula? So a Tell doula is kind is. of like you know, like the midwife's assistant. Okay. You know, like an extra set of hands. Got it. But that's not what I was. I was a postpartum doula. So after you have the baby, let's say the husband or who like there's there aren't a lot of hands to help you. 
I would come in and help you, whether if it's to help they with the baby or you. to clean the house or to they sit there you. and talk. Yeah. So, yes. so I did that. So I learned a lot about mommy and baby stuff mm-hmm. during that time. But so then I did kind of immersed in being a mother and even with, with on the yeah. app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I was born to be a mother. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It came very na- like it wasn't there wasn't a book that I could read that would tell me how I would feel, how I would respond in certain ways to my child. Now I did read books, mm-hmm. but it never conveyed how I actually experienced it. Sure, sure. You know, and so. that's the bond. That's a great thing. Yeah, especially when they ain't eating up all that food in the house. Oh my God, boys, they tear up a refrigerator. Yeah, and I have two athletes. Oh, yeah, they both play soccer, so I am truly a soccer mom. Yes, you are. Wow. Well, at least you fit enough. Yeah, they got to keep up with me. That that's was the what other I'm thing. Talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, a girlfriend of mine, so we fast forward three years, a mm-hmm. uh, girlfriend of mine, she's like, you you should um, get a membership at the Y. And I, my first thought was, I can't afford no membership at the Y. Because at this point, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Now, because I have two degrees, society says that I should be able to make more money easily, more easily than my husband who doesn't have a degree. And so at the time he was working, so you know funds were low, and so I'm thinking, well, we can't afford that. And she was like, oh no, they have financial assistance, and I was like, all right, well, I got financial assistance. So I started um, going to the Y, and then um, out of the blue, someone said, you should take a Zumba class, and I'm like, a Zumba class? Like this was way back in the day, right? Like I'm like, I never heard of that. So I went and took a Zumba class, and I lost my mind. You loved it. Oh my gosh, I mean. <laughs> When I tell you, when the class was over, there was a long line waiting to just look at the instructor or shake her hand. I mean, like groupies. I was at the end of that line. I was like, I'm going to shake her hand. I'm going to ask her questions. Like, I need to do what she's doing for the women that look like me. Really? I was so fascinated. So it was was a white instructor? Um, Actually, she was Latina. Other than black. Okay. Yep. And she was you, Latin. You wanted to right at that moment do this for black women. Right. So I also in a long list of things uh, that may define who I am. I'm, I'm also a dancer. So I'm an avid salsa dancer. I mm-hmm. love Latin music, Latin I mean, dancing. Latin American thing. Yeah. It just we, it. there's so many similarities between black women and Latin women. There's just Is I it? mean just the black community and Latin community. A lot of uh, similarities. There's some differences, but a lot of similarities. And so um, so anyway, I I got certified in Zumba. And then someone said, oh, you should apply for the Zumba job at the Y. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So I got my certification, but you didn't, I didn't realize that you have to actually have choreography set for certain songs that you teach. I just thought once you get certified, you just go. So for six weeks at the Y on my financial assisted uh, membership, I bring my two boys at the time and I said, go, go play over there. And I'm like practicing and oh gosh, that's name rewind and practice him practice six weeks straight. So here comes the, uh, the interview, which is basically the trial. I got to do a demo. Now for six weeks, I came up with six songs, 45 minute class worth. Mm. So after the first song, she's like, okay, we're good. I'm like, but wait, I just, I got, I got five more songs. She was like, no, I can tell you good. I was like, but she's like, nope, you're good. When can you start? And I was so upset that I couldn't do the last songs that, you know, it kind of over, overshadowed the fact that I actually got the job. So anyway, I got the job. You really went to do them songs, I wanted, didn't I've you? worked hard for those So anyway, <laughs> so I started working at the Y as a Zumba instructor. And then that kind of 
morphed into, well, you have to take these trainings. And I said, oh, well, they said, you get paid for them. We got childcare. I said, you speaking my language. So I took all these trainings and just, and then I, I, I look up and then I'm certified to do this and I'm certified to do that and I'm certified to do this. And I just, I love movement. Mm. I've always been So all very, of the certifications had to do with exercise or some type of exercise. Some form of fitness, fitness. or exercise or teaching. Because I don't have something. no policy yet. I'm just listening. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> See, I'm waiting I, I, for I knew it was in there. Yeah. I knew it was in there. I'm waiting for I heard it just a little twinge. Well, see the policy, the policy, the, the degrees, <laughs> that education pops up in conversations when I'm, I'm sure. at a cocktail party or I believe it. I'm just playing. You know, I'm, I'm just being facetious. Because I'm able to write papers, I feel like I'm a bit eloquent so I can speak and that came from the education. So I might not be speaking about policy, but I understand. Just, just it leaks funny. out in ways. <laughs> so this this exercise thing is getting big in your life. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So because you're being certified with all these different Forms. Yeah, and so um, so then it went from just teaching Zumba to working on the fitness floor mm-hmm. and teaching people how to use the machines on the fitness floor and giving them orientations. And and then it went to, oh, well, now you can train people. And I'm like, hmm? <laughs> really? Okay. So I train people and, and, you know. And I still had my day job. Mm-hmm. I had my day job and I had my part-time job um, at the Y. So what was what was the day job? That's right. You gotta tell that. Up. So tell my day it. job, depending on what year it was, um, so I was a researcher. So I was the data cruncher. So mm-hmm. whenever you would see charts and graphs, I was the one that would create that and write what that all meant. Mm-hmm. So by day, I'm I did that. A little policy, just a just a tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so Got I would it. I would do that. Okay. And um, and then by night, I would take that hat off and put on my leggings and my um. Tennis shoes and amazing, and try to get people fit. Mm-hmm. And then, were um, you fit? Truthfully, um, I mean, I was. I would say that I was at my ideal weight, but okay. I would not say that I was. I was fit in terms of endurance. Got it. Because of the Zumba, which is cardio, so that's one form of being fit. But in terms of strength, no. Got it. So at this time, I'm not lifting weights. I'm just bouncing around, you know, like mm-hmm. a little seventeen-year-old. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was. My endurance was way up. Got it. Um, so anyway, you know, time goes by, and I get another job, and my mom passes. Six months later, I got laid off. From the Y? Or no, the, from the my my last nine to five job. Got it. My last the nine to five. Cruncher. I got a six-week notice that I'm going to be laid off because funds were cut. Mm. I said, okay. And I said, well, you know what? The easiest thing for me to do is just keep my hat on that I wear 24-7. And what I do is I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to eat well. So I know that I'm good at what I do. And I have trained enough people that have passed the word along to other people. Um, So I don't even really need to advertise to get clients. I've never had to. I might have done two or three posts in the past five years mm-hmm. that hey I'm looking for clients like I don't normally have to do that excellent and I said well why not just do this for a living so that's what I started doing I started doing it for a living this is how we got fit tribe wellness this is how we got fit tribe wellness so once I realized that I wanted to do this for a living I'm like okay why what am I call it what what woman do like what, <laughs> you know because I don't know the I, I don't I'm learning the business side of this because sure. I didn't you know, this is this is just this is not passion policy. motivated. This is not, 
I take responsibility for putting that battery, that specific battery in the back. It keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. Got it. Got it. I mean, it's amazing because I understand that. You know, I I went to school for one thing, and it's not something that I want to do at all. Um, But I still do it. (laughs) But I I still do it part time. So I totally understand where you are. You know, people say you you work so hard for maybe a degree. But it's not the application of actually using it. It's you know it, it actually makes you a better person. It does. You know, and it does. Yeah, and the experience of going to college is a, it's and, a whole new game. And also the uh, discipline. Yes. And meeting deadlines. And, and you can being definitely apply that to your other parts of your life. So absolutely, that's what's so good. So I understand. So I keep picking at you. Oh, but. I don't take it personal. <laughs> Trust me. But I don't mean that. My first career in criminal justice. I mean, I worked for DOJ. I worked for law firms. I worked for nonprofits. I worked. As a consultant, I worked in almost every capacity in the criminal justice field and public health field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say the vast majority um, of people that are in the higher up positions are white men. Of course. And you you really can't get any more abrasive than that. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care that you're a woman. They don't care that you're black. They don't care that you're 21 and don't them. know nothing. Yeah. So I learned... Over the years, skin. I have a very thick skin. It, okay. it takes so a lot. I can say policy about 10 more times tonight. <laughs> you can say it all night. Because <laughs> it's not going to bother me. It ain't going to bother me. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this pit tribe, well, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, um, so I was... I was found on it. Tell us I about was, it. So I'm like, what am I going to call it? What am I going to call it? Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine. And she just kept saying, you got to know who your tribe is. You got to know, you know, she's like this uh, personal development person and yeah no you try she said she just kept saying tribe (laughs) and i was like fit tribe fit tribe but i don't want it to just be fit because there's more to people than just the you know so i said the wellness kind of softens it so that's how i came up with it fit tribe wellness because it's to me it encompasses it can encompass anything Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it encompasses getting more sleep yeah because you don't it doesn't necessarily mean work out fit tribe wellness it can be a lot of things. It, it could, could be, be policy. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna say no. But you're a 20 year vegan. That's what I read. Vegetarian. In, ve- oh, excuse me, vegetarian. March 18th, 1999. So 4:30 p.m. Spaniard. Oh, you time. know the time. Yeah. That's the last piece of meat. <laughs> No, actually, I don't know that, but I know where I was and what I was doing when I decided. Really? So this was a yeah. life decision that you made. Oh and, yeah, and you remember? I don't remember the I took day pictures. and the time. My goodness. So this is when I was studying abroad, Beautiful. and there was a bullfight, mm. and I was like, I'm not going to that. Like, I'm not going to that bullfight. Real bulls. Really? I was like, I ain't going. So one of the uh, 80 people in my program, um, they were like, well, Come on, just go with me, and I'm like, Okay, fine. So I went, I had no idea what I was about to watch. I thought I knew, but I had no idea. So they bring the bull out. Now they've already messed with the bull in the dark. The bull's in the dark and they're stabbing it and messing with it. And so it's angry. So it's angry and it's bleeding slowly to death already. Then right, it's not a fair fight. It's not like it's a, not a fair fight. It's not a full strength. So who is it fighting? Another bull? No, no. The, they they have them like in a they have the bull in a stall, so the, the bull, bull fight can't move. Humans? Yeah. 
Yes, the matador. They release the ball. Where they release the ball out into the arena, really? into broad daylight. So they're already in the dark. Bring them out into broad daylight. Now, there's a there's a reason why the matador has the red cape. The cape. Because it's right. the color is like a bullseye. Why is the bullseye the red? Bullseye. So it's in the dark. Imagine just waking this up to bright light. And this redness. And it's red. And you've been stabbed and you you just like angry. So you're going straight for the matador. Now the whole now I can't appreciate the art. If what I squint real hard. The, the, it's the, a dance, really. The, the it's matador is get, kind of mm-hmm. dancing. To get the to get the (laughs) bull as close to the matador as possible without the bull actually harming him. Mm -hmm. That's the sport, right? And then the art of his movement, in relation to the bull, the illusion that he's going to be creating the illusion that he's going to be gored by this bull, which every once in a while happens. Which every once in a while. So I'm not sure. Now at the end of all of this, okay. You know, the bull will charge and he'll take the cape and he's teasing him. And, you know, and then when the bull runs past, he'll he has something in his hand. So he'll stick him. He hit him again. Yeah. So every time the bull is going back and forth, the matador is slicing him. him. Yep. Cutting him. This is getting brutal. So so let's let's fast forward 30 minutes. 30 whole minutes. Let's just fast forward 30 minutes. How do you think the bull's condition is? The bull is like not doing mad, yeah. bleeding to death, tired, um, probably hungry, frustrated. I mean, how would anybody feel? Sure. So at some point, the bull is just, he's not running no more. He's just standing right there. And when he stands right there, the matador knows at that moment he has him. Right. For what? To, to kill him. Yep. To, to stab so him he stabs him. They stab him right here. So tell the family what right here means. In the middle of the forehead. Third eye. The bull's third eye. So he gets abused the whole time, and then when he gets tired and he's finished, you get stabbed right in the middle, right between your eyebrows. And if it's a good kill, air quotes, if it's a good kill, the matador will slice his ear off as a memento. And as all of this is happening, everybody, thousands of people in the crowd in the arena are standing up screaming and yelling and throwing flowers. Little American me, I'm the only one looking pitiful, sitting down, and I'm crying. I am devastated. I am crying. Now, that was, so this whole situation that I just explained was the first three. Mm -hmm. So they brought the fourth one out. So before I tell you about the fourth one, so what they do? So how do no, they? No, get, let's let's skip how you tell me about it because I don't so think they I'm get, be able so to they take get. It. So how do they get the bulls off of the arena so that the next this one can come on? They bring out the horses and they chain the bull and they, the bull gets dragged off by the horses and there's like all of this. Wait a minute, the bull just gets dragged on just the ground. Get dragged they don't put it dirt on dirt ground. No, nope. on a like a no no stretcher honor, no. Like getting an ambulance, none and of then that. a whole bunch of what workers come out with rakes and rape the blood and, and rake the the dirt so over the blood. the blood, and then they bring out the next bull, and then thirty minutes later it happened, and then they bring out the next bull. So the one that got me was um, when the matador ended his life. The bull wasn't ready for his life to be ended. So he kind of had see us like this convulsions and seizures, and I just this sounds weird, but it's like I saw the human 
in the bull. It was weird. I just, it's like I saw this person in the bull and everyone is just like acting like this is an NBA game. Like this is like the playoffs. And I was like, now I had already wanted to become vegetarian, but I still was, you know, eating my number one Big Macs at right, McDonald's right. and fried chicken and everything. Not to be stereotypical, but it's true. But I had given up pork the year before. And so, um, yeah. The so bullfight did it. Eh? The bullfight took pictures of the bull that I saw the, you know, this person emerging from. I know that sounds weird, but, and then I left and I went on a shopping spree for like $200, $300 to make myself feel better. Would you now, buy all vegetables? No, 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 no. <laughs> Clothing, big, big shoes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> a huge salad. Now get this. Salad. Now get this. I became vegetarian uh, not for health reasons. I became vegetarian because for animal rights. Mm. So when I became vegetarian, all I knew about was vitamin C. And the only reason I knew about that is because they talked about that um, in orange juice when I watched commercials. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about complete proteins. I didn't know anything about leafy greens and what that, you know, contained and how it helped my... I didn't know. I didn't know anything. You just didn't want to eat no animals. I didn't want to eat no animals. Wow. Nothing. There happened to be one vegetarian in my group out of 80 people. And she said, look... I get it, but you need to make sure you're getting your complete proteins because if you don't, your hair will fall out, your teeth will fall out, like you will eventually die, basically. You know, you'll wither away. Mm -hmm. You need to know how to bring in the right nutrients. And I'm like, wait, I gotta gotta know how to do all that? Like I can't just just eat fruit and vegetables and you know? She was like, no. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. So I'm in Spain trying to learn Spanish. And nutrition at the same time. And um, so it started from there. Really? And you're 20 years in? No. Amazing. Amazing. And which, mm-hmm. so you said vegetarian. You're not a vegan. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> um, what had happened was. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do eat fish sometimes. And occasionally I do eat dairy. Now, with that said, I do know how to get these things out of my body if I need to. Um, I've done almost every, not every, but every way of eating. I don't mean diet. I mean like microbiotic, gluten-free, vegan, raw, raw vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. I was raised on meat. so You've tried it all. Yeah, detoxing. Liquids only, liquids and smoothies only, you know, intermittent fasting. Like I've done all of the, and the combination of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the best feeling I get is when I don't have gluten in my body. Um, so you don't want none of that cake over there. I ain't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I see a lot of things I want, but because I got that good old public policy Ed- education oh, that taught me she discipline. brought up the policy this time see this is where that 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 education kind of pops up because i had to be disciplined and um use my critical thinking skills and how does that play into me wanting that cake? cake yeah right. it's almost like window shopping <laughs> right so you're just looking at it so I, I was scoping it out well the cake is from a black bakery that don't mean none it's still, it's still. <laughs> the avenue bakery and you know, so we black owned, black business. Nice. So it's very good. Yeah, I've been eating it since I first walked in here. You just ain't know that. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, because I love juice and I love, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. 
So I, I've been eating on it since I've been in here. But not really eating on it. That's what's up. I mean, I do that too. Mentally I go to eating. places. Would it, would it, like, if I was eating it right now, would that heighten, would that put an extra strain on your willpower to sit there and watch mm-hmm. me enjoy it? No. Because I like the smell of bacon, so, but I never no. eat it. You know, I remember that smell, that pork. There's no smell like it. But somebody can eat it in front of me. I don't want to touch it, but I like the smell of it right. because it's it's a smell that I recognize, mm-hmm. but I never touch it. Mm-hmm. So I understand. You know, you can have stuff around you, you won't touch it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go over here and get So help yourself. No judgment, no judgment. No. So, okay. So oh, do you, I don't care. Do, oh, he don't care. <laughs> he don't care. Do you work out every day or how, how do you do your own fitness? I mean, how, how do you gauge Great that? Question. All right, so some of y'all may not want to hear this, but I know how to manipulate my body. So there are periods of time where I don't work out. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a really bad car accident in August, and I was left to um, walk around in a boot on my foot because my foot got injured. Um, And then I had a concussion, and then I had whiplash, and I had like all this bashed in knee. And so the doctor's like, well, you know you can't work out. And he was right. You know, I thought I would, you know, sneak and try to go work out, but I'm still training clients. I got a boot on and everything. It's like, yeah, I can't work out. So there are, there are periods in my life where I don't work out. And when that happens, then I, I keep in check my kitchen time. Your eating change. My eating habits. Absolutely. And um, like I said, these little secret uh, research studies that I do on myself, that's that's where that comes from. So I know. All right. Well, I've had. So you know you. I had a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. So I need to drink maybe three more glasses of water. I maybe need to like have a green juice with a whole bunch of kale in it. Maybe less apple because that's more sugar that will take the place of the sugar that I had here. And then maybe I need to run thirty minutes. And if I am working out, maybe thirty minutes to burn off the calories, or you know, or so it's like I can, I know how to manipulate if I'm. Um, uh, lacking in one area of my life. So you're very in tune with your own body. Very. That's great. Very, very in tune. Is that something you teach also or? Absolutely. That's actually my tagline, creating uh, wellness through mind-body connections. It just doesn't make sense to train people um, from the standpoint of um, educating them if they don't really get it. I don't want you to just do bicep curls. I want you to know why you're doing them, mm-hmm. how you're benefiting from them, um, and and then what does your body feel like after you do it? Now, bicep curls. That's you know that's just one example, but you know, I explain everything. Got it. <laughs> there you go. Doing my curls over here. <laughs> yeah, right. I get it. I get it. Wow. Do mind body connect. So you don't only just train. You educate. I educate. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you might lose clients if you educate too much? I hope so. Because I tell clients, I don't want to train you forever. If I feel, if I'm training you forever, I'm not doing my job. Mm. And I'm very passionate about what I do. And if I am effective, you out of here in six months, a year, maybe two years, but not forever. So what classes do you teach? Well, right now I just teach uh, Stepping Strong. What's that? So Stepping Strong um, is part step, part 
strong. Um, so you use <laughs> like <laughs> right? The apt named. Thank you, Amadi. Can you that break it down? <laughs> Help us out here. She said, "Step strong." <laughs> All right. What I say is what I say, right? Yeah. So it's like this rectangular step on the step okay right and Mm -hmm. then there are risers you can put to rise up so you know it can kind of increase the challenge and i so that's where the strong comes in no no so that this we still on step we still still on step okay still on step and so this is where the house music comes in so i love house music i love latin music i love house music and if my energy is great the class is going to be great so I have to play the music that will make me at my best Got it. to make the class the best. So house music it is. There we go. Hey. She um, got a little talent over there, bro. Like I'm distracted now. Can we do that again? All right. So anyway, so I give a series of commands and mm-hmm. you follow the commands. So if I say step up, right basic, you lead with the right. So you step up, you step down. If I say left basic, left foot leads Got over it. the top. U turn, mambo. Hands on your knees. <laughs> Crisscross. <laughs> he got jokes. <laughs> he real got jokes. Now you got to come to my class. Right. So that's the first part. So that's the cardio. Got it. And then the second half is strength. Got so it, it can be um, weights. It could be body um, body weight. It can be um, dumbbells. It could be resistant bands. We could be working on core. Just anything to strengthen the body. Resistance. Um, a load um, to strengthen the muscles. And this is in an hour or? 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So I do work with kids. I work with older folks. I work with athletes. Um, but now with Fit Tribe Wellness, my focus is women. Women. Any women. Women who are committed to their holistic healing. Oh, so the box can so come not up in any there. woman. So don't come in there half-stepping. So don't come can, up in there half-stepping. I wonder, can the box get some of this holistic? Of course. Holistically. Of course. <laughs> Mind-body connection. Yeah, just don't don't play too much. Ooh. You play too much, you know. <laughs> Whatever, when much. I work up, I'm serious. And I work out three, four times a week. Okay. So um, I'm definitely serious about the body. You got to be serious about that. You get my age, you got to be serious. <laughs> so you also author. I am. Healthy Conversions. Conversations, healthy oh. conversations. <laughs> Excuse me, Morgan. <laughs> Conversion. What is wrong? I see now. Healthy conversations. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So these are common. What is the book? Talk about this. Healthy book. conversations. So I thought it would be a little too predictable if I wrote a book telling you to eat healthy, drink water do this do that that you know i don't i don't like predictability so i got 14 people i asked them the same basic 10 questions what's your name what you do how long you been doing it how did you get these 14 people you just i have a connection with each of them so i'm a so i used to be i'm not so much now but i used to be a huge social butterfly is that right so for example um Phil Valentine, I don't know if you know who he is, but he's he considers himself to be a metaphysical psychologist. So he, you know, this is a deep brother. Like he tell you some stuff and you're like, oh my gosh. And it's, you know, you just have to look him up. Like, I, like there's nothing I can say that will give you exactly who he is. Sure. He's just so magnanimous. Um, so I was looking at one of his lectures and he had mentioned in the lecture he was looking for an editor. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
Well, I'll be damned. I'm going to send an email. I'm going to look him up. He responded. And I edited part of his book, and I did his index. He has a book called The Wounded Womb. 700 plus pages. I Of a book? Of the book. So I did the index. Valentine is the man. It took me months people. to just do the index. She couldn't even read the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm gonna leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Really? Don't so, <laughs> really, G. Seven hundred pages. So, All right. Gad Zeus. <laughs> Whatever, G. <laughs> That's so, amazing. So I worked with Dr. Valentine. So you worked with him. I worked and that with was him. Your and that everybody was my in there, you've touched. So everybody in there, for the most part, I've touched. Can like I my book, please. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give a couple examples. Then I'm gonna give you a okay. book. Healthy conversions. So Navasha, we all know Navasha, right? Look and see who these people are. So Navasha, everyone knows Navasha. She's from Fertile Ground, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's in the book also. She's in Baltimore. Yeah. So she did Reiki on me a long time ago, and I actually trained her a long time ago. So we have a connection there. Um, And I'm actually Reiki One certified, huh? She's still singing. She's still singing. She's still doing Reiki. Yep. She's she. I'm Reiki One. Navasha, I'm gonna need you to box up. Black Box Radio says <laughs> Harold Shoot. Fisher. He uh, he's the radio show host for the Daily Drum W H U R. Don't make Friday. me box up everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> what a box up Harry Fisher. Powers Radio Station. So if you turn on Monday through Friday, like at five o'clock, you hear him he's talking. In there. Okay. Yep. Um, Earl Bannister, great example. Oh, that's my man from Morgan. I model the for sewer. him. Yep. He's yeah, a master Earl tailor. Earl he, very well. Yep. So I work for him because oh, I still in Baltimore? for him. Yep, he's in Baltimore. We was at Morgan the same time. Yep. Earl, box up. You know you know me. Holler at me, Earl. And then compare. I'll stop here. Um, I saw Ayana Gregory in there. She's in there too. Me and her. Me, I don't know how we, me and her became friends, me and Ayana Gregory, but we only see each other maybe once a year. And every time we talk, you know, it's like that, you know. I, I want to comment. The book is very beautifully laid out and it designed. Really is. Oh, thank you. I can't even read it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Whatever, G. But yeah, it, it's a nice. I have a book. really good creative director. He did a really good, really good job. Oh, really good want to give job. a shout out to Anif Latchman. He did all of the graphics, the color, the the everything. Yeah, it has nice colors. It has African appearances. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so we're going to need you to write on that. I'll write on that. And the conversations was something you wanted to have with just a variety of different people. Yeah, because, you know, people, I've noticed, they'll show up most times to work out. But they'll be like, well, you know, um, this wasn't a good weekend for me because we had a family reunion and... (laughs) You know, they start itching right here. You know, they, you know they're guilty because, you know, they didn't eat right. And so it's, it's, it's a struggle for a lot of people. Sometimes it's a struggle for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I got it all together. So I said, we need to have some healthy conversations around that. And um, so a spinoff of this, a piggyback uh, to this is actually going to take place um, next Tuesday at Capera's Kitchen. Um, it's called- Segue into your event, sis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so um, she's a, a master uh, chef, and I think she's 
taught uh, cooking in terms of uh, at a university. Mm-hmm. Um, she caters. She does all kinds of things. And so we, she actually approached me to do this. So we're going to do a talk on healthy eating during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to do a cooking demonstration and feed people. People can eat. People can eat. People it's can eat. It's the box invited to. <laughs> it's the box invited. That's the what I want to know. The box is invited. Yes. Excellent. And this is going to be a healthy conversation also, right? It's a healthy conversation. Yep. Okay. And this is a chef. So we got to expound. Give us some context on. This is a chef in Baltimore. I mean, talk yes. to Yes. So okay. Tourette Thomas, um, Chef Tourette Thomas, she owns Capera's Kitchen. You can go to caperaskitchen.com to get more information about her. And it's K-H-E-P-E-R-A-K-I-T-C-H-E-N.com. You can spell that, though. That good uh, policy <laughs> education. <laughs> policy. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, it's 418 East 31st Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21218. Wonderful. So that's Capera's Kitchen, guys. Yep, next and, Tuesday. And that's next Tuesday, November 19th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you see, I got your flyer. I got my, yeah, that's I got to follow up with my peoples. Yep. So Tuesday is a healthy conversation around holiday eating. Yes. And you know, that's right the worst time. Yeah, it's On the purpose. worst time. We made it on that day. On, on purpose, purpose. yeah. Because we need this, you know, because then doing Thanksgiving, I'm like, I say to myself, listen, you can't eat all of this stuff. But the good thing is when you don't eat meat, it cuts down a whole. It does. It, it gives you a whole new playing field. People don't understand that. The meat just takes out the whole, so I can add some other stuff that's a yep. little, you know, much better. So mm-hmm. that's what I like. But the bread is the problem. You know, breads, butter. Bread is a tough one. Bread is a tough one. Potato pie. <laughs> Let me holler at you. How we say it down so that tater pie. That tater pie. <laughs> All of that stuff. That's a problem. And the yams. Well, the portion size. Too. So. Exactly. Yeah, and when you don't eat meat sometimes, you add more to <laughs> uh, the tater. <laughs> <laughs> so these healthy conversations, that's a good thing. And I think because in Thanksgiving, we cook so much food. <laughs> we have so much food for Thanksgiving, so you really, really need to have a conversation before it happens, so you'll be yes. ready for your trigger. Because you're yes. going to get triggered. You're going. There's going to be a whole lot of triggers. <laughs> yes. A whole lot. And of then triggers. you start drinking. And it's just we ain't a whole talking about hunger triggers. Ooh, say it. You, you want to expand? Well, I think that a lot of people um, eat based off of emotion, mm-hmm. not because they're actually hungry. I think a lot of people eat based off of being conditioned to think they are supposed to eat because it's breakfast time, it's lunch time, it's sure. dinner time. But if you actually stop and think, you are more than likely you probably aren't hungry. And even if you are or you think you are hungry, I usually tell people drink two glasses of water. It'll go away. And just sit for five minutes. It'll go away. More than likely you're not going to feel hungry. You're going to want to eat, but that's not the same thing as actually being hungry. Mm. I know what hungry feels like. I was on a liquid fast. When I say liquid, I mean liquid for 12 days. How you do that? That's another conversation. You're a bad lady. 12 days. 12 Only days. Only liquid fasting is that juice over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, G? That juice is good. But, one but this thing, is just water? Um, No. There, uh, were, there were a couple little things in so the you water. Had to add, uh, you add some things to the yeah, water. Yeah, I added some things to water. Okay. But, but, but no um, food. Nothing solid. No chew diet. Ooh, and I try not to use the word diet because you know the first three letters. Days. You know that's amazing. Why twelve days? Why so long? Well, originally it was supposed to be 
um, 10. Okay. And I said, hmm, little secret research project doing myself. Let me see if I can do 12. So I did 12. Okay. Miss research. And then I was like, I want to eat Sounds an apple. A little. I want to eat some salad. It wasn't even anything like bread or anything. It right. was like I wanted to chew. True. I wanted to chew. True. I wasn't even hungry. I wasn't even hungry. He's I just right. wanted, I was conditioned so, to yeah. chew. Wow. So I said two more days. So that's kind of like when I have a client, you know, they're in the middle of doing whatever exercise and they're like, how many more I got? And so based on how they're responding is what I tell them. And if they're like, oh my God, I'm ready to die. I said two more, two more. Just like when you're going up a flight of stairs, you got to go up the flight of stairs. And it might be three or four or two steps left. You got to finish it. So if somebody Sometimes can handle Sometimes you got to push yourself to go up. Do you say six up. more? Sometimes. Ooh. Right. Yeah, you got, you always So have. you wearing the people out. Oh, sometimes they never. No, I am pushing them pushing. past where they think they can go. That's what training is. That's, exactly That's why this is holistic. Is. This is mental mm. more so than physical. I love I that. had a client, um, she had MS. Mm. And I had her do an exercise. Oh, so multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. And that is a, a near and dear condition to me because my mom had it. Got it. So this client, she had multiple sclerosis and she had finished doing this exercise and she started crying. Just, just I mean, elephant tears, just boo Like she went to the corner and I was like, you okay? She was like, yeah. I was like, well, why are you crying? She's like, oh, I just, you know, I didn't think I could do that. And I put these these like prison walls around me based on what I thought I could do and what I couldn't do. And I did that exercise and, you know, and she was just like so overwhelmed that she broke her own self-imposed prison. That's a beautiful thing. And so I like to do that for women. Sure. So if why just women might ask, I can't be everything to everybody. Mm. And you, you raising boys. To. I wanted to be everything. I wanted to do athletes. I wanted. I wanted to do senior citizens. I wanted to do couples. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted to do everything. But I'm a woman, and I know what a woman's body does, how it responds, um, how to train it at mm. age thirty, age thirty-five, age forty, because the hormone levels are different at each of those ages. So mm-hmm. the body responds differently to food, sleep water exercise lack thereof and with a man's body i mean there are similarities but i got it i got it and and that's true a lot of things per se that definitely attracts a woman is because we're women you know people say well why you deal with because we're women and you understand women if i started a program like i would start a program for girls yeah, because I was a girl. Yeah, you know, and that's just how it is. You know, and you know, and and on just to add to that, you know, going back to when I um, f- took my first Zumba class, um, my first thought was I need to teach black women this, women of color. I mm-hmm. need to teach them this because this is a fun way of burning calories. It's a fun way to get them moving. A lot of us we're not moving, and then when someone asks you to move, it either hurts or you're, you're feeling too lazy, or it's like too much effort, or you don't, you know, you, you don't wanna sweat your hair out, sure, or w- sure. whatever, you know, the case may be. <laughs> um, or you have, it has been so long that you've made yourself a priority in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to 
um, wanted this to be my contribution to the globe. Excellent. So are the women, your classes or your clients, are they mostly Latino or black or most what, of my, what is like the demographics? Are you serving these communities? So I taught, um, there's a, a citywide program called uh, Be More Fit for Healthy Babies. Be More Fit. For Be More Fit. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a collaborative uh, program, um, a joint program. Um, the Y provides um, the physical fitness program part of that mm-hmm. then um it used to be weight watchers i think weight watchers was replaced with a different company and then brick bodies was a part of this and then the health department was a part of this and they had three uh locations okay. and one of the locations was patterson park at the um the rec center here in Pat- Pat- patterson park okay. and so i was hired to teach latina women because patterson park there's a heavy you know mm-hmm. um Sure. Latino presence here. So the vast majority and you speak the and I'm bilingual and español. Yes. So <laughs> I taught um I taught these Latin women mm. Zumba um boot camp. We would run around the park. I changed it up a bit cuz I feel like there needs to be some kind of strength component especially as we get older. So cardio doesn't really do that. So I taught the Latin community here for 5 years in Spanish. Did you? Yep. And, and spoke Spanish the whole the whole time. All right. So anything else you going to spring us, man? You're a bullfighter. A <laughs> bullfighter. <laughs> um, You're doing it all. So, so I do want to talk a little bit about diastasis recti. Let's do it. All right. So the what? Say it again. Diastasis recti. Wow. Okay. And I get that look all the time, which is why I want to bring it up here. It sounds like ass. <laughs> What the last I, interview I had, the man said, wait, what? The yeah, ass? I said, thought you said the ass is rectus. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I get it. Right. It's an, okay, so, so explain it. All right. So I have diastasis recti. And a lot of women who have babies um, have diastasis recti. It's not exclusive to moms. So if you're overweight, if you're like morbidly obese um, or have some kind of um, um, unusual condition, as a child, you can develop it. Mm. So it's not just for women who have had children, but that's where it pops up um, the most. Okay. So you're pregnant. The baby grows. So what happens? Your stomach expands or stretches out. You have this, uh, what's called a linea alba. So it's that line that in the line, middle. Sure. So it's a connective tissue that connects your six pack, mm-hmm. you know, if you've ever had a six pack. And so it expands, right? And so when it comes back after you've had the baby, it doesn't really go back the way it it, it was brief before you had the baby. So it's almost like putty. So it's like stretching out putty and thinking it's gonna come back. It's kind of gonna still be a little loose. And so not only is the linea alba stretched out, but the ab muscles are stretched out. So the front part of, um, the ab, um, your abs, the abdominal wall is called um, abdominus rectus. Okay, abdominus rectus. Okay, and you have diastasis. So diastasis is Latin for separation. So let's say I did have a six pack. So, you know, when you, we've all, if if we have never had a six pack ourselves, we have seen a picture of someone that has had a six pack. And so you see these two columns of bulging abs, right? side by side so the diastasis recti there's a separation between those two columns there's literally a space between those two columns and before i healed myself of it mine was four fingers wide 
So if you take four fingers and put them side by side, there was four fingers of separation. Of separation. Between I, your two Between my two abdominal walls, the right wow. side and the left side. And so, well, what does that mean? Okay, so I have the separation. I'm walking around life with this separation, not even knowing it. All I'm thinking is, oh, I need to get rid of this mommy pouch. Or, oh my God, I might have lower back pain. Or my posture is a little off. Or maybe if I jump up and down a little too much or if I sneeze or laugh too much, a little bit of urine might come out. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, yeah. So these are all symptoms that you may have it. Hmm. And so, um, and then it also affects your breathing because the diaphragm is back there behind the abdominal walls, right? <laughs> here we go, here we go. <laughs> you said it gives you a little belly. So, 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 but this is important <laughs> because. I mean, I think I'm So a lot of moms are thinking, I gotta get rid of this fat. I gotta get rid of this fat. It's a really a mom thing. Um, what if women it, who had surgery you can definitely because you know go that route. Yeah, because when you have six thousand dollars later, and then the healing process, you can definitely go that route. No, I mean surgery, like for say you had a tumor mm-hmm. or cyst, and you, that plane has been cut for surgery. Can they develop this? I can't Not, say it. N- die. <laughs> repeat <laughs> no, after. Okay. Repeat after me. Die. Ass. Ass. Recti. Recti. Got it. I'm not going to say it by myself. I'm not going to say it by myself. Diastasis recta. Diastasis recta. Got it. So you can't, this is only like a mother or. It is not only a only, mother. But That's mostly. what I deal with. Got it. Got I deal with postpartum mommies. Sure. Like sure. I'm a postpartum mommy, even though my, my youngest is 10. Got it. I'm a postpartum mommy. I'm not a new postpartum mom. But you are one. But I am one. And Got I had it. one. Um, and I had, um, I had this condition and. You know, I see so many women, and this is extremely important. Okay. <clears throat> I see so many women who have this little pouch or big pouch, uh-huh. and they're in the gym just doing crunches. They're just doing crunches. They just, and I want to go over to them, to them so badly and say, please stop doing crunches. You're making it worse. Really? <laughs> I don't recommend crunches, typically for anybody, wow. man, woman, or child. I'm doing them in the gym. You can't. Don't do them. Crunches for many but reasons. But what's that machine thing, though? That what, that, what is that machine doing? It's mimicking a what? A crunch. A crunch. Yeah. Now, let me say why just in general, because I have a man here. Okay? Yes. So why do we do crunches? Why would somebody do crunches? They want. Why do you do crunches? Six, you want to get your stomach down. You want to get your stomach down. And crunches is going to make you get your stomach down? Sexy. Really? So let's. So I use. I, I had an interview a month a month ago, and I'm gonna use the same example. So let's take a bicep curl. Everybody knows a bicep curl. You take the dumbbell, and you bring it up to the shoulder, and then you bring it back down. Right. Now, when you bring the dumbbell all the way up, and you pay attention to the dumb uh, to the bicep, it's doing nothing. Well, no. What is? No, it is. What's the? What is it doing? Put your hand on your bicep. Bring it down. Now take it up contracts it contracts in other words is it getting flat or is it bulging up it's bulging up it's It's not getting flatter when you're doing a crunch look at her teaching me 
on the mic. So when you're doing a cut, it's the same same concept. So these bomb biceps I have, say that. <laughs> the old bomb biceps. <laughs> the bomb. Okay, let me let me, I gotta feel it. So, <laughs> oh my god, it just got warm in here. <laughs> I bet oh. you them bomb biceps I got. Them guns. So you're saying that when I'm trying to do a crunch, I'm expanding the mama. When you are when you're doing a crunch. Wow. Just in general terms. Um So why do they have it? There's a lot of information. <sighs> you pick a field. It could be technology. There's a lot of information. And some of it's good, some of it's okay, and some sure. of it is trash. Sure, sure. And you have to, and, and then with social media, we're so bombarded with so much stuff. And the least amount of clothes the person has on is who gets the attention, regardless if they're doing it right or not. Got regardless it. if they are qualified or not. So how are these people getting these ads? Not by doing crunches. Really? First of all, First of all, if you want a flat, a flatter stomach, mm-hmm. a flatter tummy, you, it starts in the kitchen. Bread, <laughs> cake. It starts in the kitchen. <laughs> back it. away, beep. Back away, beep. Just back mm-hmm. away from what you know you're not supposed to eat. Most of us know what we're not supposed to eat. Okay. But let me finish this. So, doing crunches mm-hmm. doesn't flatten the stomach. Got it actually bulges. It actually makes the diastasis recti worse. Expands it. Got it. Okay. Worse. Now, now, why wouldn't a man do it? He don't have it. Even though some men do have DR, but let's say you don't have it and you're doing crunches. All day long, what position are most human beings in? Sitting these days. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's take it a step further. We're sitting down. Mm-hmm. Let's take it a step further. How is our posture when we're sitting down? I don't know. Look at me. I look pretty royal right now, don't I? <laughs> Go ahead, King. You are the exception. <laughs> you are looking it. pretty royal. Yeah, he's king in it. So most people are slouched, though. Most people are slouching because they're on their phone mm-hmm. or their computer, driving a car, pick something, right? Now, when you do a crunch, what position it's are you getting in? You're pulling you into that curved you position. You're pulling yourself into that curved position. That you're normally in a lot. <laughs> right? Wow. We're not looking so royal when we're doing crunches. No. So posture-wise, it's horrible. For diastasis recti, it's horrible. And to be honest, there are a trillion different core exercises that you can do that are more effective. I think you're trying to attract me to fit try. <laughs> I think, I think. Is it working? I think Is she's working? doing some recruiting around here because she's telling me everything we're doing ain't nothing. <laughs> 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 wow. There are so many. I learned something in There's so I many that. creative things you can do. You can do bicep curls on one foot and it engages your core. Engages your core. What's the core? You know, what does the core consist of? Looking at a human body. Tell us. What's the core? Because what I might think is the core is not. What is it? Well, nobody's going to judge you or, yeah, or penalize are. you. Fit <laughs> 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 <I>, tribe. <laughs> won't drop you. I'm, I'm here in strictly, here I'm strictly in here in a judicial capacity. <laughs> <laughs> you will judge me. Well, I mean, I'm thinking your core is from a woman from her breast to her, her lower stomach. Keep going. Your core. If you take off the arms, uh-huh. It's your whole and the head. And below the knee. All this is your core, your legs? Yep, your thighs. Yeah. That's all. These these thunder thighs Most is of core. your body is made up of your core. Wow. I did not know that. And I a, thought your core was above the waistline 
to your shoulders. And that includes front and back, not just the front. That too. And uh, a lot of women so your or butt people. Is a core? Yep. Your glutes, major. What? Major. Yep. So a the lot of dunk people is in your core. Yes. Black woman, I hear you. We cored up. <laughs> so when you see someone with a flat butt, oh, how they gonna get that? It's not bad Ooh. just aesthetically, but it's bad health wise. Really? So you say, all right, the point your f- point, <laughs> point seventeen. So you <laughs> so you're saying because you know the black woman, the black woman, we tend to have. A little some, more gadunk-a-dunk. Yeah, we got some butt. Mm-hmm. We got the eight. So you're saying that makes us more healthy? I wouldn't necessarily say that. Okay. I would say. <laughs> I'm going to need you to <laughs> agree with that. You, you reading too I, much into it. Right. You putting words in her mouth. <laughs> I would say that, um, no, I wouldn't necessarily say that we're healthier. Actually, we are not um, well, I'm not talking about our behavior. I'm just talking about how the body's made. Because you said if you have a flat butt, that doesn't make you necessary. Right, but see, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, not every black woman has but that's a curvy true. butt. True, true, you true, know, true. Not um, every, but I'm just saying the most. But in the, yeah, I would, yeah. Um, but see, there are three different butt muscles. The gluteus, well, we all know the what? The gluteus what? Maximus. The gluteus maximus. That's the Everybody largest one. Her. Right? Yeah. We want to sit a drink on that. That's what I tell my clients. I'm trying to get a drink to sit. Right. That's how you can tell which muscle it is. That's the one that comes out to the side. So if you look at a woman from the side and you can see the curve, so I don't that's have a the maximus. maximus family. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gluteus minimus. You do. Ooh, that's the other muscle. And you have a gluteus medius. Mm-hmm. So you have the small, medium, and large. Yep. We only know the maximus. What you got, G? <laughs> we all do. We, we all, all do. have Everybody's three. got all of them. Yeah. Right. It's just different proportions. And yeah. Different yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So to so answer your question. more people have maximus. More people have minimus. More have, some have minimus. So the, um, the, so the hips. Me, so the hips are very important. They hook onto. So the, yeah. So the hip bones, which are actually in the front. Yes. Not the sides. The, the hip bones are actually in the front. Your hips are right. extra. <laughs> If you say it, you getting off mic. You better I, not I'll say get it. my lips ready to you say something. Be- family, and I if she say fat, it's out of here. I was going to say muscle. That's what I'm talking about. I was going to say a little bit of ligaments. And I was going to say a little bit of grasa for Ooh, me, Latina familia. Grease. So- Grease. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you got. So really, this is amazing. I'm learning something. So your hips... You learn it. Shut up. You already know. You I love already you know. Together. You already know. So you're saying the hips are in the front. So no, I'm saying the hip. <laughs> <laughs> the hip bones. You are hilarious. Oh Look, I'm not even cold no more. I know we have a good time. So you're saying the hips. Tell me where they at. All right. The hip bones, and, and and see, this is why I like to educate, mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't even know about their own body. I really didn't know that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, because all the time, you know, you have hips, and I'm thinking these little things sitting over here on the right and the left, they're hips, but you're saying they ligaments <laughs> and me, fat and grease. <laughs> so the hip is in the front. You have the pelvis, you have the sure. pelvic bone cavity right Cavity, yes. and then you have your um um 
hip bone, right? That's connected to the pelvis, the pelvis right? Yes. But the, that connection is in the front. It's in the front. Yes, it's not on the side. So what is these extra? Don't tell me ligament. No, getting back to to the to the butt muscles, oh. the medius and the and the minimus, the gluteus medius and the gluteus minimus are attached here on the side. So that's my minimus. The minimus is kind of above and inside, and the medius is kind of below. That's the medius, right? So the meat that you're talking about on the side. It's the medius. <laughs> You heard that meter had three E's. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to that. So some of some women call it saddlebags. Have you heard that term yeah. before? Yeah. All right. So saddlebags. Oh, heard about some saddlebags. <laughs> oh, you're a man. I get I, it. I've heard the term before. So really? saddlebag. The saddlebag area is actually the area where your gluteus medius is, and if it's sagging, or there's cellulite, if it's a little hanging a little low, like if it's not up. Um, you need to lift some weights. We need to change the subject. This medius maximus foolishness <laughs> is really making me self-conscious. You look great. <laughs> this is it's really getting to me. But I get it. So the body's amazing. The body is And you amazing. can actually come back and do a class on the body because really we think we know what we have, but we don't. I have and I am supposed to be a scientist. I know, I know nothing but no hip being connected in the front. I don't know <laughs> hip that. bone connected to the Yes, I remember that song. <laughs> so I mean I'm telling you that was, that was excellent. Oh, wow. So I got ligaments and my meatiness. <laughs> I got it in Greece. Yeah. In Greece. Don't forget that don't, part. Don't don't quote me as saying what she's saying. Black box radio. <laughs> That's listeners. what she said, y'all. Black women, y'all got grease and ligaments <laughs> or your saggy saddlebags. Get it together. <laughs> Go train. <laughs> no, she's no. hilarious. Real talk, real talk. All right, all right. We've definitely had a great time. Absolutely. Like, we appreciate you. I mean, wow. This has been great. And, you know, talking about fitness is so important in our community because we don't really work out. Um, when I'm in the gym, I hardly see black women. Mm. Hardly. And if I do, it's not continuously. Like, if I'm going three days, I won't see them again till a week later. Mm. Or, you know, and when they come, they're so coiffed. Everything matches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like, they, they take more time looking good. Preparing. Because me, I look a mess. Big club. I mean, a mess. Nothing matches because I'm not there to be cute. I'm there yeah. to work. And really, you don't even know what type of body I have because I'm got, <laughs> I look a mess. So, but they come coiffed. And, and it's a lot of women, not just black women. All women are coming to the gym. Gym is a, it's a place to go now. It's social. Yeah. They're so, going to have a, run, a runway soon. Exactly. So, I've just, you know, I think it's so important to um, emphasize fitness in our community. I agree. And um, access. But you're giving education. And that's I have to so educate. much bigger. And I have to, I have to, I have to educate because we don't know. We don't know what we don't so know. Right. You know, I know that we may have had a health class in eighth grade or, you know, some kind of health education class. Mm -hmm. um, but we've either forgotten it or it wasn't thorough or we lost interest. And just going back to the mind-body connections thing, like at the end of the day, I want people to be on speaking terms with their body. You know, like, you know, when you're allergic to something, you damn well your, your are on speaking you. terms with Absolutely. your body. Yes. But I don't want that to be the only way that you're on speaking terms yeah, with your body. Exactly. I want you to know how your body's going to react in every situation. Sure. And not just fight or flight. 
And that's the mind body connection. The mind body connection. Like, why am I doing a bicep? Or, or more, or, you know, why am I working my medius? Yeah, because I don't Cause want you, you to. Bags. I don't want you to fall and break your hip because your hips are weak. You need strong hips. Mm-hmm. It's not really just about the butt. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you might look nice in your, your bikini and you know in July, but you know you <laughs> you all seen people G. walk <laughs> and their knees kind of cave in. Weak weak uh, hips. So A lot true. of times, cause I they have, have new weak knees. hips. You have what? New knees. You do. Last Both year. of them. Both. Get out. I had new knees. I have new knees. I have um, one in February, one in April. Wow. A year and a half ago. Now I'm wow. almost in two years. Exactly. So I had a K leg. How you feel? <sighs> Excellent. I had a K leg. So a K, weak hip where your leg goes in and it looks like a K. So mm. it, it, and all of that is from, because we don't know that your hip, your knee, your spine, if, if any of them, there's a kinetic chain. There is a kinetic <clears throat> chain, and the body is so important. And the food that we're eating breaks down the your. It your, helps with the healing joints. and the repair. Exactly. So it's a all of that is important, and you learn you need to learn that. That's wellness and health and wellness is so important. I'm clear it's important because it happened to me. Mm-hmm. It happened in my whole life. I can I can tell this story, mm-hmm. and today I can get and do 14 miles nice. on new knees. Nice. You know, I can. It's a blessing. Mm. But it's a process. It is. It is absolutely a process. So, enough about me because you done talked about my saddlebags and my ligaments. <laughs> yeah, just, just so, remember, but I viewer, it. listeners, I won't say viewers, just remember that it's a <laughs> process. I love it. It's a process. <laughs> it is. And to it be easy with yourself, I have, there are a lot, so, even with me, you know, <clears throat> we have to not only be on speaking terms with our bodies and have this mind body connection, but we're still human. And just because you have the information doesn't mean you're gonna stay true to it for the rest of your life. We know we, that's why they are uh, erasers on the ends of pencils, because mistakes are made. And just to be gentle and accepting unconditionally of yourself if you slip and fall in the pizza box. You know what I mean? I hear you. Slip and fall in it? <laughs> I hear that. Oops, I, I didn't in it see once that. in a while. <laughs> I get that. So let me ask. We're we on our way out. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, like, how expensive is training? Can you give the people how, you know, how to access you? Is it an hourly? Yes. Yeah, so okay. I train uh, typically 60 minutes. No okay. more than 60 minutes. After 60 minutes, the body kind of goes downhill and starts to create cortisol, which is a stress hormone that women carry in the, actually men and women carry in their midsection, which is not good. So it's counterproductive to work mm-hmm. more than an hour because now you're stressing the body. So 60 minutes or less. Um, I do up to uh, a minimum of one day a week. Um, I can do up to three days a week. Okay. Um, you can reach me www.fittribewellness.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have a YouTube channel, Fit Tribe Wellness. Do um, Are the handles? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the upcoming uh, event that we spoke about earlier next Tuesday at Caparis Kitchen here in Baltimore. Seating is limited. Um, it's twenty bucks, two hours. You get food and great healthy conversations and you um, will be conducting that conversation yes so uh chef tarette and i will be conducting that conversation on how to eat healthy during the holidays mm-hmm. um and then the following day uh next wednesday i have a webinar um five effective tips that lead to holistic living um you can get all that information on my website or 
um, my um, social media platforms. Okay. Um, the book as well on my website or What's my social media. Healthy. Conversion. <laughs> Healthy. <laughs> Conversations. That's why I said I was going to get it. <laughs> healthy conversations. You saw a pause. I was like, who's going to say it? Who's going to say it? <laughs> okay, so healthy conversation. Yeah. And that can be on your website. That's on my website okay. and um, on my social media uh, platforms. Um, it is not uh, expensive. I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to say my price no, on the that. air, okay. but I am under market, value, under uh, the market uh, cost for and you what work I do. out of like why or... No, I keep that separate. Okay. I keep it so, separate. So this is this is something that, you, this is your business. This is my business. Got it, got it, got yep, it. Yep, so I keep it se- so separate. So I just want to make sure. Okay. Yep. So guys, you have a way to get in touch with her. Yeah. Amadi Coleman, we appreciate you, but we need that last will and testament. What you going to leave with the people? Last will and testament. Um, be as authentic as you possibly can be because that will ensure that um, you will um, be on speaking terms with yourself. So don't compensate the attachment to others for the authenticity that you have for yourself. Wow. Last will and tested from Amadi Coleman of Fit Try Wellness. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, we appreciate you, Black you gonna, Box Radio. You, gonna, you, gonna, you got gonna, anything to say? No, you're going to make a rap or something? Oh, rap or something? Oh, oh, no. My, what's your, come on, you really? look so talented. You said you're a beauty queen. You, Come on, come on! What you do when you do? Check the archives. I don't remember saying that. Oh, model. That's right. That's right. That you said you was a contestant. I'm a Gemini, so I do have a lot of talents. But let's let's hit it. What you got? Not that. Not that one. You don't spit. No. Hit the the house beat. Hit it. (laughs) Hit it. I'm a dancer. They can't see that. Oh. I'm a movement artist. Oh, you movement. So so no spitting. No singing. No poetry, mm. none of that. I mean, you just, know what? Just I to love Sade, and then I went to um, I went to some karaoke thing, and I'm I'm gonna do Sade, right? She no. makes it seem so easy. Oh my god! When you're in the shower, <laughs> it's like you you, you up there with her, right? right? Like you deserve some kind of award, like, and then I got the karaoke and got my feelings hurt. If I tell you, if oh, I tell you oh, now. <laughs> Straight like that. <laughs> to get off the mic, right? It G? was like crickets in there. I was like, okay, so singing is not my forte. So got it. Got it. So at least you know your talent. You dance. I know my strengths. Family, you can't see her talent, but we see it. It's all. Sometimes it's all I good. do post my um my uh, salsa dancing on my social media. I bet you can tear that up. Oh yeah, that's yes. your thing, right? Yes, I'm very confident with yeah, that. You Puerto Rican, then ain't you? <laughs> I'm Puerto <Boricua>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Amani. Anything you want to say to her? I'm good. All right. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. It was so much fun. We had a great time. BBR, Black Box Radio. Be black, be blessed. We out.